excited for this year. Uh, as you guys know, I like giving a title to my preachers. Uh, it just feels more official. So for those of you guys who are going to take notes, are you ready? Are you ready for the title? Is everyone ready? Okay. I'm calling it 2020U. Okay, we're going into 2022, so it might, uh, let's just go for it. I'm calling this 2020U. And then ne uh, maybe next year I'll do 2020 me for 2023, you know. <laughs> anyway, but um, no, but I'm seriously, I'm calling this 2020 you and just follow me, uh, follow me in this one, you'll see where I go. I'm not very, I'm not very dodgy. Um, so, but just with the past week, it's been New Year, uh, you know, every guy and his dog on YouTube is bringing out motivational speeches and, and how can you, I'm going to do this differently this year and you know, this year is the year that you're finally going to get that car. And you're finally going to get that body that you want. Yeah. You're finally going to get that pay raise. This is the year. This is your year. You know, the year of the double portion. Everyone, it's all around, and you see it on Facebook, and guys preach it even. But for us as Christians, it shouldn't be, oh, this is going to be, you know, 2020 me. But it's, that's why I'm calling it 2020 you. When I say you, I'm sorry, I don't mean you. I mean you as in God. So all hearts our heart's cry should be, Lord, this year is going to be 2020 you. Everything is going to be about you this year. Now, I know it should be every year and all that, but for us as a church to make a commitment, my heart for us this morning is, man, I want us to walk out here saying, man, it's going to be 2020 you, Lord. Everything, everything that we do is going to be for you. Okay, so let's go into Matthew 16. You can put it up, thanks. Um, and it, it's interesting, you know, a lot of people they, they preach this almost... Um, self-improvement gospel. Uh, you, you just need to be better. Uh, just do a bit better. And uh, everyone's kind of, I read something the other day on Facebook of, um, can't exactly remember who it was, uh, Andrew or Russell. And they kind of had, the, had this thing of, you know, m many people want to come to Jesus for what they can get out of it. But if you're going to read this, then Jesus said to his disciples, if anyone would come after me, he must deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. Next verse. Whoever wants to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for me will find it. What good, is, what good will it be for a man if he gains the whole world, yet forfeits his soul? Or what can a man give in exchange for his soul? And he can just go on there. But the, God is calling us. Jesus is saying, man, if you want to be my disciples, you need to pick up your cross and follow me. He's not saying, listen, if you want to be a good disciple, you, you can pick up your cross. He's not saying it's, it's a good suggestion if you want to pick up your cross. I, I, I remember in, in, you know, way back in school, you know, I kind of, my parents would say, listen, you need to study for your test. And for me, that was kind of su a suggestion, you know. <laughs> Looking back, I should have listened. But in my head, I was like, no, nah, I'll, I'll, I'll make it. Now, this is it's not a suggestion. Uh, Jesus is saying, if you want to be my disciple, you need to pick up your cross and follow me. It's not going to be 2020 me. I mean, it's going to be it's, it's Lord's here. It's, it's, his, it's His calling. And you know, when He says, it's a quick freebie on, when He says the, the cross, you know, you need to pick up your cross. And obviously, it's not saying we all need to go um, get our woodworking tools, make a cross, and then walk down the street. I've, I've seen guys do that, and it's funny. Anyway, I mean, if God tells you to do it, it's fine. But uh, the cross, someone once explained it to me, the cross is anything where your will and God's will crosses. Where God's will goes that way, but you want to go that way. Uh, in a sense, that is the cross. Now, you know, it's not picking up your cross isn't you need to go be poor somewhere over there and, you know. I mean, if that is what God has for you, do it. But it's not just the things that 
look like it's not just suffering physically sometimes. Sometimes for some it is, I'm an introvert, not, not me, but so for some of you, <laughs> if you, if you wondered, uh, for some of you, it's, man, I'm an introvert, I don't want to share that prophetic word. That is picking up your cross right there. Man, God's will is I need to share this word, but my will is I, I just want to stay here. Now it's crossing and I need to now pick up that cross and follow him. And for some of you, yeah, I just want to be seen, I just want to be seen. Okay, just serve on AV, serve on sound. That's, maybe that's what God has for you. We do need sound people, by the way. Marketing. Um, now, for us to, if, if we want to commit as a church and say, you know what, this is going to be a 2020 you, Lord. We're going to, it's going to, we're committing this to the Lord. Obviously, for that to work, like I said, if you have, if you've ever tried a New Year's resolution, it doesn't work. <laughs> well, I'm still busy trying to get my 2017 one to work. So every year I just ex- extend it. <laughs> anyway, this year I'll do next year's one that I should have done before. Anyway, um, so how do, how do we achieve something? I'm going to get very cheesy here this morning. Is we need to set out a goal. Am I correct? If you want to achieve anything in life, you need to have a goal. Now this morning I, I got a goal for us. I took the word goal and I made an acronym. Or made acronyms. I'm not ex- exactly sure how do, you pr- um, how do you say it. Do you make an acronym? Or it is an acronym. So we're going to look at goal. And we're going to, uh, if you're taking notes, you can write it down. So the G for goal, you have to see this one coming, is God first. Yeah? And I'm not just saying it in, in a cheesy sense, yeah, you know, God's first. I, I literally mean, man, if you're going through things, run to God first. Let's commit this year. I'm going to run to God first if, when I'm going through things. When I'm suffering, I'm running to God first. I don't know what to do. I'm running to God first. Now, yes, there's, there's family and yeah, we do and there's accountability, all that. But we must just be careful not to build on, I don't know what to do, let me just ask someone else, and whatever he says, I'll just do that. My heart's always been, if a leader says something, I'm doing it. That's what I see in the Bible. But it's me. But we need to run to God first. God, what do you, what do you want to do? Lead me, help me. But not only that, in Mark 1, verse 35, very early, very early in the morning, while it was still dark, I don't like this verse, I just need to put it this <laughs> Jesus got up, left the house, and went off to a solitary place where he prayed. When I, so when I say God first, I also mean literally first thing in the morning. God first. Now I'm preaching to myself here as well. <laughs> and God first. As far as possible, I need to get to God first. Not just, not just when it's going tough or when. I need to get to God first. First thing in the morning. Jesus did it. Very early, while it was still dark. You don't have, it's up to you, but just first, first thing, get to God. Start your day correctly. Commit your day to to the Lord. So that's the G, God first. The O for goal is obey God in everything. Okay? Then John 14 verse 15. If you love me, you will obey what I command. It's just, if if, if you say, listen, you follow Jesus, if you say you love Jesus, you will obey, obey what he commands. Now you can, I'm not going to go through whatever, he, all the stuff that he commands, but there's, there's a lot of things. So there's two sides of the coin for me here. The one is, there's the obvious thing, obvious things in the Bible. Get baptized. Tithe. Don't sin. Worship. Pray. All, you know, the obvious things in the Bible. Do those things. If you see it, read it, do it. And so often people say, no, they, don't know, they don't know how to follow God. It's really not that difficult. You just read the Bible. 
Uh, have you seen it? The more you read it, you're like, oh, it's, 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 it's difficult sometimes, but it's, you can see what you need to do. It's right there. You just need to read. It's like a, it, you know, it's like a manual. It's a quick story. I remember, um, I think start of last year, I wanted to, or somewhere last year, I wanted to sell my laptop, but one of the keys in the keyboard was a bit, not broken, but it was something was wrong with it. And I, it took me two hours struggling with a little magnifying glass and little tweezers trying to get that thing back in there. And I was struggling and I, I was getting a bit frustrated. And then I went on YouTube, watched the two-minute video on how to do it, and then just pressed it back in. I was like, I should have just, I should have just watched the YouTube video to see how it works. I should have just read the instruction manual. Yeah? For us as Christians, just read the manual. It's right there. It's very easy. Just read it. I don't know, yeah. So, and then the other side of the coin is sometimes God speaks to you. Hopefully he speaks to you often. But when he speaks to you and you hear him in your heart, man, obey him. Obey him immediately. If he says it, do it. Now this week, we, we, a couple of us, we were praying and um, Kirsten was there. And as we were praying, he actually felt God saying, no, he needs to um, delete Facebook, I think. Eh? And we were praying, he took out his phone, deleted Facebook, put back his phone. And that's the obedience that Jesus wants. God speaks and I do it. That's the obedience that Jesus wants. That's being faithful with little. It's deleting something. I mean, you download it later on if you want to use it. But if God speaks, do it. So the O is obey God in everything. The A, avoid sin. <laughs> See what I did there? <laughs> Romans 6, verse 16. Don't you know that when you offer yourself to someone to obey him as a slave, you are a slave to the one whom you obey. Whether you are a slave to sin, which leads to death, or to obedience, which leads to righteousness. Paul saying, yeah, listen, you're going to be a slave either way, I'm sorry. And you can sing no longer a slave as much as you want. <laughs> you, you're going to be a slave. You're either going to be a slave to sin, or you're going to be a slave to righteousness. You can get technical with the Greek, I'll beat you, but that, 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 that word means slave. It's not an opinionated, well, I'll, I'll serve, it's slave. Like, I, I must do what it says. So you're either going to must do what sin says, or you, I must do what the Lord says. And it, it says obedience, you know, obedience to the Lord. Yeah, thanks which leads to death, or to obedience. If you're going to be a slave to obedience, which leads to righteousness. But, and we need to be violent with this. I'm not going to be a slave to sin. You're not going to allow a bit of sin and not be a slave to it. If you're going to listen to sin, you're going to be a slave to it. And it, it, it has a way of creeping you in, getting you. If you, if you look back, you're like, yes, I'm, I'm, I'm caught up in something all of a sudden. You don't notice it. Uh, they say it's when you cook a, a frog, you know, you put it in, uh, in water, but just hot water, and you put the stove a bit hotter, and then the frog would just chill there, because it's not hot water, it's not boiling, but it gets hotter and hotter, and then eventually it would die. I think there's studies that says it will jump out, but the point is, <laughs> there's, a, there's a sense of that the devil wants to come and slowly cook us. Just slowly drift, slowly drift. No, I'm going to be a slave to righteousness. And in 1 Thessalonians 4, verse 3, 
you know, if, uh, you, know if you can keep it up. When people ask, yeah, I don't know what, this, what God's will is for my life, and I don't, I don't know what to do. Easy, just again, read the manual. It is God's will that you should be sanctified. Okay, that means to become more like Jesus. That you should avoid sexual immorality. Normally people just cut the sentence off there. If you're struggling to know what's God's will, there's an easy one for you to work on this year. That's a a nice New Year's revolution. God's will is for me to be sanctified, to become more like Jesus. That that, that means means to, to not get drunk anymore maybe. To stop swearing, maybe. And to, to stop cheating on your taxes, maybe. So I'm stepping on toes here, getting excited. So we've got the G, we've got the O, the A, the L of goal is to love one another. Man, in, in, prepping, in prepping for this preach, at every point I googled, you know, a lot of scriptures and see how I can fit in. And it's interesting for a lot of them, I had to go and look and word it a bit differently so that I can, because I know what scripture I want, but, you know, I need to go and find it. When I got to the last one, love one another, you type that thing into Google. Yes, there's a lot. There's a lot of scriptures where God commands us to love one another, love one another, love one another. Don't fight, don't quarrel, don't do this, don't do this. Put that guy out of the church because he's divisive. That's part of loving. There's so many things in the Bible about loving one another. It's, it's quite shocking, there's a lot. You'd think it's easy. John 15, 12, my command is this, love each other as I have loved you. I just took the easiest one almost to show you the principle. My command is this, love each other as I have loved you. Man, how has Jesus loved you? There's been times I'm like, yes, Lord, I wouldn't love me if I was you. (laughs) And then he says, okay, well, do the same to others. If you want a measuring stick, go through 1 Corinthians 13. Love is, and you go like, am I busy loving? And then have that checklist. I'm not doing these things. I'm not busy loving. And it's also describing Jesus because he is love and love is. But we need to love one another, man. And I'm not, I'm not going to go into too much detail how, how to exactly do that. You, you'll know. I mean, cause be honest with yourself. You know where you struggle. You know, you know you struggle with certain people more. Don't look at them. <laughs> Why are you looking at me, Quentin? <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> you, you, you know you're struggling a bit more with others. Man, but I'm going to love. And Jesus first loved us. You know, the, the worst thing you can do is, well, they don't love me, so I'm going to love them back. If Jesus took that approach with us, we would be straight on our way to hell. Because Jesus loved us first. And because of that, man, we started loving him back. So if you, if you, if other people love them first, how many people does Jesus love and they don't love him back? He doesn't say, well, um, I'm with. They, I mean, there is a sense of, you know, I'm not going to go down there. Yeah. Quick recap. Goal. Our goal for this year. Our goal for this year is to put God first. Have God first thing in the morning. God. When stuff goes south, God. Obey. Obey Him in everything. Everything that we do. Everything that He, that he says, we obey. No matter how difficult it gets. And uh, j- usually when someone preaches something like that, you're like scared. Like, I don't want to listen. Because just now, because I've heard it, now God's going to challenge me. But obey Him. Obey Him. 
Even if it's in a small thing like I said something, and maybe I need to just WhatsApp someone, hey, listen, sorry, I meant it like that. Maybe, you know, Obey him. Be quick to follow him. A, avoid sin. Avoid it like the plague. Don't, yeah, it's a bit, just avoid it. God's will is for you to become more like Jesus. Lastly, to love one another. To love one another as he loves us. It's not easy. But to love him as he loves us. Maybe let's just close, all close our eyes.